tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. We always appreciate it when you share from AmericaOutloud.news. It helps us out a great deal. Once again, Joe Biden has been uh, kowtowing to some of the more radical people on the left side of the aisle. Uh, we mentioned in our show a few nights ago about how Biden has a real problem on his hands because so many in the Democrat Party um, are anti-Semitic, don't like Jews. They support the terrorists. They are anti-Israel. And that's kind of uh, different than what Biden's public sentiment has been up until this point. Perhaps he showed some of his hand earlier this week when he met with American Muslim leaders and apologized uh, for America's, I guess, uh, influence or involvement in what's happening over there to uh, Hamas and the Palestinians in Gaza. So nonetheless, we've seen Joe Biden once again turn over show how weak he is, not stand strong, and say, look, you guys know what happened on October 7th. This is all because of this terrorist attack. No, he's not going to say that. He's just going to apologize and try and distance himself while he's talking to these American Muslim leaders. When he picks up the phone with Benjamin Netanyahu, of course, he's going to have a different tone, and uh, his handlers are going to be having him say something completely different. We see this time and time again with Biden, Rob. This guy, it depends who he's talking to with what answer you're going to get out of him. This guy has no consistency. Nothing that comes out of his mouth is authentic. It's just all phony. He's the phoniest president uh, in our country's history. And we've talked about before, is it Barack Obama pulling the strings? Is it uh, someone else pulling the strings? Well, whoever it is. Uh, they definitely are giving this Joe Biden mixed messaging. Rob, how are you doing tonight? Andrew, I'm doing good. And what I will say to your opening is that yet and still, we're told that Biden is the best leader ever. He's working on all cylinders. That what he has done to this economy is just phenomenal. What he has done with world peace is phenomenal. And that he should be re-elected. Now, of course, it's all lies. If you're looking at it from a leftist point of view. But if you're looking at it through clear lens, you can say that what he has done to the economy is phenomenally awful. He has decimated the economy high inflation, interest rates, mortgage interest rates are high, credit card interest rates, we're not respected on the global stage. And by the way, Ukraine has lost this war, contrary to popular belief. They've lost the war. Move on. There's no more there. The only thing left is for them to supplant or remove Yelensky. But it's over. Kaput. Stop sending the money. He's using this money to fund his own lifestyle. Let's just be honest. Let's just stop it. 
but it's over. Now, as far as Biden and his apology, he's learning from the best of them. Remember, Obama went to the Middle East on an apology tour, bowing down to the Saudis, bowing down to China, as if they were to say, what we did was wrong. What did we do? Another beta male. Now, some will say, well, he really didn't bow down. Well, that's questionable. Because when you're going before another country, the world leader, you don't go shake the hand and then hold your head down. You hold your head up, as President Trump has shown us. Because any little body action can be taken as a weakness. The same thing with Joe Biden. Meeting with Muslim leaders, U.S. Muslim leaders, and apologizing to Hamas because we got the numbers wrong as to the number of people that were killed. We got it all wrong. We messed it up. Questioning the death toll. Why apologize? The dead is dead. What Hamas did on October 7th was horrible. What they're doing now, keeping hostages and releasing them in tranches. And this is the part of the negotiation that the Biden team said that they were responsible for. Well, as I've said before in one of our shows, why didn't they or why haven't they negotiated something with between Russia and Ukraine? Oh, that's, that's out of sight, out of mind. But we're going to run in the forefront of Israel and Hamas. And they're going to release different tranches of people. Only to find out that a baby, an 11-month-year-old baby, that they were supposed to release, they gave it to some other hostages, some other terrorist group. That in itself, if I were the prime minister, I would have put something on them and said, oh, you did? Well, try this out for size. An 11-month-old baby, where are the parents? Did Hamas kill the parents? Apparently so, because we don't hear the parents. An 11-month-old baby, and we heard the stories of them burning babies and chopping babies' heads off, and the media, oh, we can't verify that. Yet still, there was video circulating that shown it. These are savages. They're barbarians. And anyone supporting them, you're a savage and you're a barbarian. And then we have Tony Blinken. And someone told me that he, he might be Jewish. I don't know. Heading over to Israel. As though he's done something triumphantly. Why is he going to Israel? To slow down the process of eradicating Hamas? I'm also hearing that Biden had a conversation with Netanyahu and told him, don't go to the southern part of Gaza because we're still trying to negotiate. And Netanyahu said, what do you mean don't go to the southern part? This is the only way we're going to eradicate these vermins. Yes, I said vermins. These animals, these savages. We have to go there. But see, Hamas wants to drag this out so that they can recoup, they can regroup. Meanwhile, the leaders are in Qatar living the fine life. We saw this happen during the first Gulf War. They sent their people to war while they're, they're the rulers. They're off living the fine life. So Blinken going to the Middle East, all smiles and 
as if though he's done something, he's accomplished something. You've done absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. And why people are looking at this and saying, oh, what they've done to the Palestinians, oh, is horrible. And you have protest. This is just something else for them to protest. Funded, of course, by the likes of George Soros and some other crazy lefty. It's probably George's son right now. They're good for nothing. They're taking up precious airspace. They're destroying the country. They're destroying our culture, our way of life. And what is left? China waiting in the wings. When we first started this show, Andrew, after Dr. Robin Andrew, and before we got kicked off Twitter, look at, speaking of Twitter, look at what they're doing to Elon Musk. I'm going to go back to when we first started this. I don't want to forget. Don't let me forget that thought, Andrew, when we first started this. And uh, let me just say it now, and then I'll go to Elon Musk. When we first started this, we said that if we're not careful, we'll all be speaking Mandarin or Cantonese or some other form of Chinese. And when you look at things, you look at this administration, you look at Biden, you look at what's coming out about Hunter Biden and his dealings with China and how the FBI knew about it and they cautioned him, they warned him, watchdogs warned him, banks warned him. China is right in our backyard. And our kids, while they're trying to learn DEI and about racism, which is ridiculous, and about transgenders, and there's only two genders, China is right there waiting to take over. It's shameful. And the powers that be seem to don't care anything about it. They see it's happening. Like, oh, okay, well, what are we going to do? Okay. But let me just pivot just a little bit to mention Elon Musk. <laughs> rather funny that they're now coming after him because they're saying he's anti-Semitic and we talked about this once before Andrew on the show about Elon Musk and that tweet that he put out and I really couldn't get my arms around it I'm like it was confusing to me but apparently someone had tweeted that the Jews were treating the white people as they had said white people had treated them or something along those lines and he retweeted it and said this is true and of course once the leftists saw it they said oh see that he's anti-Semitic the left calling Elon Musk anti-Semitic. When we see what they're doing with their marches in the street, saying from the river to the sea, Gaza will be free, and how they're attacking Jewish individuals, and then they want to say he's anti-Semitic, and then you have these companies that are going to stop advertising on Twitter? That's all for show, Andrew. Don't believe it. Now, I don't care anything about Elon Musk. I mean, he had said he was going to let us back on, but when he hasn't, so he gets what befalls him. I hate to say it, but what they're trying to do to him right now is ridiculous. They always wanted to do this. They were always looking for a way out. They were always looking for a way that they could stop advertising on X, formerly known as Twitter, so that they could bankrupt him or send Twitter belly up. They were always this, – this was the perfect opportunity. So while they're trying to say that he's anti-Semitic, no, he isn't. He was referring to those leftist Jews that are marching in the street with Hamas saying, oh, what, the, what uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is wrong. He was referring to those knuckleheads who could, care less about, who could care nothing less about Israel. And as far as Hamas, they would just assume it's have their head on a silver platter as they're marching up against with them. I mean, these people have just lost it completely. So to say Elon Musk, he's anti-Semitic? Are you serious? 
You guys are the ones who are anti-Semitic. Look at the news mag magazines. Look at, look at the news reports. How they're blaming Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister, saying, oh, he should stop. He should stop trying to commit genocide. You see how this has worked so perfectly by the media? Have they orchestrated this? Have they spent this narrative? And now people are believing it? And then you have the leader of the free world apologizing, apologizing for something that Hamas did. Hamas committed this offense. Look at how twisted everything has gotten. And Andrew, I will say it again, and I will keep saying it. We need to shut down this media, not free press, but we need to shut down the likes of CNN, the Washington Post, and the New York Times. They are dangerous to our democracy. They are a threat to our democracy. PMS, NBC, they're all a threat. They are propaganda arms of the Democrat Party. And even if Joe Biden loses the election, and hopefully he will, they will still be in operation because you will still have career civil servants working on the Hill doing their bidding. This needs to stop. President Trump called it out. He wanted to get rid of it. And if Republicans were to wake up and face the fact that these people mean this country no good but harm, we could get something done. This has to end immediately. These are dangerous individuals. And with Biden at the helm, it doesn't get much better. This man is old and decrepit. He just turned 81. He doesn't know his backside from his top side. And the fact that he's apologizing to Hamas and no one is calling him out. This should make the headlines every night that Biden is apologizing to a radical group. The same radical group that probably have sleeper cells here and here in America waiting to attack because we know we have an FBI that has begun has become so woke, taking their eyes off the prize. This will not end well. I say this so many times, this will not end well. People need to wake up because this is a threat to our democracy. This is dangerous. This is showing a sign of weakness. And meanwhile, Andrew, while he's apologizing, Iran has attacked 75 of our men overseas, have attacked them. No one is saying anything about it. They just give us the count and then they move on. And you know what this is saying? This is saying, okay, you can go ahead and do it. We're not going to do anything. And what will we do? What type of soldiers will they go up against besides transgender soldiers who don't know if they're a male or female cross-dressing? That's not going to stop the enemy. The enemy is going to come in and take advantage of that and then throw you off of buildings. How did we get so far off track? How do we get so far off base that we don't see that our very own country is stumbling, has fallen down, and can barely get up because of Joe Biden and his regime, who are a threat to our democracy, a threat to our national security, and he has weaponized the entire government, and no one is saying a damn thing about it, but after dark with Robin Andrew and a few others on the right, Andrew.
Yeah, you're right, Rob. And it's the Christmas season. So if you're looking for gifts, go to AmericaOutloud.shop. Check out all the great products, books, uh, vitamins, tons of things like Healthy Cell. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading nutritional source for supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And as I said, you can get to Healthy Cell from AmericaOutloud.shop. And you can use the code OUTLOUD to save. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, and just to continue our discussion from the first half a little bit, uh, Elon Musk, as we said, recently visited Israel, and you look at the backlash he's gotten, and uh, people who are so sympathetic to uh, the terrorists, it seems, uh, they're making Elon Musk seem like he's a bad guy for going over to Israel and checking out the devastation that happened on October 7th. Uh, acting like he has no right to be there or something. When these guys are so far up Zelensky's butt, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, these people are so backwards and their hypocrisy shows all over their face. Uh, you've here got the richest guy in the world touring Israel, uh, talking to Netanyahu, perhaps maybe working out some details with things that Elon might be willing to help them out with, uh, sell to them. Uh, and they act like he's got no business over there. But then uh, you see all these politicians go and visit Ukraine on a vacation, uh, likely getting some money under the table to do so. Uh, we see that time and time again, and no one says a word about it. Uh, it's just 
the hypocrisy of the left is just showing time and time again, when you look at this war uh, over with Israel and Palestine, it's a complete disaster for the Democrats, Rob. It is a complete disaster. And as I said, during the first block of the show, this is all an attempt to take down Elon Musk. Because if Elon Musk were today kick off every conservative, the left would start to praise him and say, oh, my God, look at what he's doing for free speech. But it's not going to happen. So as a result, they want to do all they can to take him down. They say that he's anti-Semitic and that he can't be trusted. But as I said, look at the anti-Semitism on their watch. Look at these college professors allowing these anti-Semitic rallies on campus. And I will say this again, and I've, and I've said this before, and I've said something similar regarding black voters. If Jewish voters don't wake the hell up and realize that the Democratic Party isn't their friend, they will see more bloodshed on the streets. The Jews who are refusing to see this, those are the ones that Elon Musk was referencing. Because they're the ones who will stand up and say, oh, no, Israel, we've done something wrong to Hamas. We've done something wrong, not to Hamas, but to the Palestinians. Those are the ones that Elon Musk was calling out. And they're the ones who will march up on Election Day and continue to vote for Democrats, knowing fully well that the Democrats don't like them. Let me say it again. The Democrats don't like you. They like your votes the same way they like the black vote, but they don't like anything else. The same thing can be applied to the Mexicans coming here or the Hispanics. They don't like you. They only like your vote, your useful tools for them. Plain and simple. Because if they were to find out that you're voting a different way, they would drop you like a hot potato the same way they do members of their own party whom they don't like. It's time to accept the fact. They don't like you. Wake up. All of the money you have given to these institutions, think of if they're going to protect you. And you look at the Harvards and you look at the Yales. Now we're finding out that the Department of Education Civil Rights Unit is going to open up an investigation on Harvard for violating certain Jewish students' civil rights. Now I wouldn't put much stock in it because the Department of Education is under that guy Cardoza who's a complete idiot. He's woke. And again, this is under the Biden administration. So don't think much is going to happen out of that. Even if they were to identify something, they're going to just smooth it over. It would take a Republican, a conservative, to go the distance and to look at this. Now, I hope the likes of, what is a guy's name, Bill Barr, I hope he's proud of himself for what he has done, or what he, the legacy that he's left for the Department of Justice and not wanting to call it out and not will it being willing to say that the Department of Justice as well as the FBI has become woke and become partisan hacks. But he won't do it because he hates Trump. And this is what happens when people can't see the light of day because of their own personal reasons. Well, Trump called me a fat SOB. Well, you happen to be fat and you are an SOB. What gives? Accept it and move on. Let's just get real here. But going back to what I was saying about the Jewish population, the Jewish community, they had better wake up and they better wake up fast. Because you look at what's happening to the black community, constantly voting for Democrats. And where has it gotten them since the days of marches on Washington? Nowhere anytime soon. 
oh yeah, now they've got diversity and equity and they're giving them jobs here and jobs there. But look at the criminal activity that's taking place in the black community. And a lot of people don't want to accept it. I mean, I tell some of my black friends, I'm like, guys, look at the, look at the level of crime in our communities. And the first thing they'll say is, oh, but when you look at the statistics, it's more crime being committed by white people. I'm like, yeah, because there are more white people in America than black people. But we make up 13% of the population. And of that 13%, half of it, if not 60%, is committing crimes. That's huge. We have to address it. So don't come telling me that there are more white people and they're committing crimes. I don't want to hear about that because they're not going into stores, ravaging stores, stealing and running out and not facing a penalty. It's black people, and it's happening because of these woke attorney generals, uh, special prosecutors that have been elected by George Soros because of these woke mayors. And we know many are waking up because of this immigration issue and other things that the black community have been screwed out of since Biden has been elected president. We've got this Mark Fisher a leader in Black Lives Matter who's come out and endorsed President Trump for 2024. President Trump said, spoke with Mark Fisher yesterday, a great guy, very honored to have his and Black Lives Matter's support. I have done more for black people than any other president, including 10-year funding for historically black colleges and universities where they had none, opportunity zones, criminal justice reforms, and much more. Thank you to Mark. So it's very interesting. You got members of Black Lives Matter coming out now and endorsing President Trump. And um, I think President Trump is wise to try and take advantage of it because that's a huge voting block that just... uh, wants to see the things get better for them, just like so many other Americans. What are your thoughts on that, Rob? He should absolutely take advantage of it. And I'm glad you rattled off the long list of things that Trump has done. And he's right. He's done more for Black America than Barack Obama, than Joe Biden, than Jimmy Carter. He's done absolutely more than Bill Clinton because he gave them an opportunity zone. He gave them the ability to go out. And make it for themselves as opposed to giving them a handout, which is what the Democrat Party wants to do. We'll give you a handout and then you're forever tethered to us. You have to do what we want, what we, excuse me, what we want you to do. As opposed to making the opportunity and letting us do it ourselves. Look at what happened during COVID. How they wanted to shut down black businesses, black barbershops. And they came out saying, no, this is my livelihood. But the Democrats didn't care. They didn't care one bit. So Trump has done more. And where's Barack Obama? The man fantasy guy. Where is he? Nowhere to be seen. Just graceful. And then just speaking of that, Barack Obama, I saw the other day, uh, they had, what's her name? Uh, Mrs. Carter. Jimmy Rosalind Carter's funeral. They had a memorial service. And all the first ladies were there. Bill Clinton was there. Uh, why was Bill Clinton there and not George Bush Jr.? <laughs> he was the only male president that was there. Uh, and, and Melania was there. And of course, the media wanted to poke fun at Melania. Oh, well, she's everybody's wearing black except for her. It's like, are you serious? Yeah, and that's not even true. It was cold outside, and Melania did have a black dress on, but the photos they found of her, she had her jacket on, which happened but, to be gray. 
Like, it's but, like, come on, and right. this woman showed such class and grace to even go. Uh, knowing the despicable, vile people that she'd be sitting next to, she still went. Yet they won't give her any credit for that. They'll just comment that she had a gray jacket on. It's ridiculous. Well, the reason why they did it, because they didn't want to make it seem as if though she was, and she does look better than all the other first ladies. Okay, you look at the funerals of, of previous uh, sure. officials, and you Dude. look at what the wives had on. Yeah, before you go any further, that was like yeah. beauty, beauty and the Beast. Did you see <laughs> Michelle Obama next to M- Melania Trump? I mean, wow. The difference you know, I, was stark, to say the least. It, it, it was a stark difference. And, and Michelle had on this pantsuit. Hillary Clinton had on her famous pantsuit and, and with a big mumo over it. But previous state funerals, Rosalind Carter, when she went to, I think it was Barbara Bush's funeral, Rosalind Carter had on gray. At another funeral, she had on white. Why didn't they attack her on that? And see, this is what the media, this government-controlled institution does, because they know that people won't remember previous funerals. And see, no one will call it out, but here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to call it out. And we're going to say, look at what previous first ladies wore to other funerals, and you'll see that the dress code wasn't always black. At Barbara Bush's funeral, Rosalind Carter did not wear all black. Okay? So let's just get this right. And just realize that the media, once again, is trying to control the narrative and to put hate in everyone's heart. Andrew, I cannot say this enough. We need to shut down this media. It has to be shut down. Because they're not going to call out what we're talking about right now. They're not going to call out the fact that we have a sitting oh gosh, I hate to say this word, president, apologizing to a terrorist group. They're not going to call that out. They're going to make it seem as though it's okay. A leader of the free world apologizing to a terrorist group who we just assume as to cut all of our heads off because they say that we're infidels. Apologizing. Oh, I got the numbers wrong. I should have I done better. And then it begs the question, did Joe even know what he was saying? Or did they just give him a script? He just went out there and said it. Because remember when uh, President Xi had gone to California, and then when Biden gave a press conference, he called him a dictator. And then you had Tony Blinken wincing, like, oh, my God, why did he say that? We're trying to get in with China. We're trying to get our businesses there. Why won't our businesses come home? Why are all of our manufacturing businesses in China? Why is that? The United States of America, we can do this ourselves. Even our uh, our control centers, our back offices, operations in India. What about America? Has anyone ever just stopped to think, what about America? Why can't we bring those jobs here? Well, we can't bring them here because we're too busy telling black Americans that they're being uh, targeted out by white supremacists and that they can't do any better. We're too busy trying to put them, make them out to be these helpless victims. Meanwhile, they're destroying the infrastructure of America, going into different stores and robbing stores, tearing up shit. Oh, excuse me, I didn't mean to say that. But the truth has to be told, just tearing up stuff. But I guess it's okay. Why is it anyone saying, if we were to bring those jobs back here, we can employ these people? No one wants to talk about the truth. And of course, the media doesn't talk about it because the media has a vested interest and to keep black people thinking that they're down and out because the more they keep them thinking they're down and out, they'll keep voting for Democrats. 
who's showing them the back of their hands by saying, we don't care about you. It's no longer about the content of character because you guys don't have character. You're just going up tearing up stuff. To my black, to my black brothers and sisters, as well as my Jewish brothers and sisters, wake up. The Democrats don't care about you. They're only concerned about your votes. To the same thing to my Hispanic brothers and sisters, they don't care about you. If Hamas had you as a hostage, do you actually think they would go in and rescue you? Absolutely not. They would leave you there. They would leave you there and look the other way. So if you don't wake up now and realize this, you never will wake up. It is time to wake up and realize that they're trying to destroy you. And they will destroy you because they don't care. If they're going to cover for Joe Biden and make it seem as if though he is the best thing since sliced bread, when we see that this man isn't, we just saw another news report that he fell again on going up the stairs of Air Force One. He's constantly falling and fumbling and mumbling in coherent speeches. No one knows what he's singing. He's weak. He's very weak. That is the reason why he's being taken advantage of on the world stage. That is the reason why these other world leaders are just looking and they're watching and they're laughing. That is the reason why other countries are turning their back on these leftist policies. And they're saying, no more. Look at the Dutch. Look at Argentina. They're saying, we don't want this anymore. We're tired of it. They're fed up with the open door policies of immigration. They don't want it anymore. You look at our border, you have, I read the other day, you have Chinese nationals coming in, crossing the Bering Gap, crossing the, uh, what is it? The, I can't think of the name of that horrible Bering spreading or something. I forget, I'm drawing a complete mind blank, but they're crossing it to get to America. Now, how is it that they're flying all the way from China and they're being dropped somewhere in Mexico to get to the United States? Doesn't anyone find that suspicious? First, we thought it was Mexicans, but now we see that there are people coming from China. And then you have this knucklehead, Mallorca, who's saying, oh, the border is under control. And then when they go to impeach him, you have nine Republicans who refuse to do it. Why? And of all people, Asa, uh, what was the guy's name uh, from, from California? I was surprised that he refused to do it. I'm like, are you serious? This doesn't make a whole lot of sense, Andrew. No. But here we are. No one wants to call it out. We see it happening. But like I said, when after dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to call it out every chance we get. We're going to shout it out from the rooftop that the media needs to be shut down, that our form of government or seat of the government needs to be moved from D.C. from the cesspool. It needs to be kicked out. And for all those people who are saying, well, even if Trump gets it, who's going to want to work in this administration? It's a logical and a fair question because everyone just about is corrupt. 
but I guarantee you, Andrew, there are a few people that still care about America, that still care about making America great again, and they will raise their hands and they will answer the call. But we don't need anyone. We don't need anyone like Bill Barr, who's going to straddle the fence yeah, and we not do whole, the right thing. We got a whole crew of people like that over at AmericaOutloud.news. And if you got any holiday shopping left to do, be sure to go to AmericaOutloud.shop. Check out all the great products and great deals you can get over at AmericaOutloud.shop. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew. And as I've made it known uh, so far, I'm impressed with the job Maga Mike Johnson's doing as Speaker of the House. I think he's doing a much better job than... um, mccartney did that's for sure but uh, you look at what's coming down the pipe here with george santos and the talks that he's going to get expelled sooner than later and if that 
That's true. I mean, that is pathetic from the Republican Party. If they literally can unanimously vote to expel this guy, yet they keep around Mayorkas. I mean, that's just unbelievable that this is what they are doing. And this is the opposite of what the Democrats do. Um, they're just completely off base going after George Santos once again, who it's been a political witch hunt against this guy since the day he was elected. Uh, and he's already said he's not going to run for office again. I don't see the harm in just letting him finish out his term. Uh, probably these allegations are more fake news against him. Nonetheless, I guess that still remains to be seen. But uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on the Republicans seem to be ready to expel George Santos? Andrew, it makes absolutely no sense. And when we're going to the end of the second block, the representative whose name I couldn't get was Dan Issa, who voted not to impeach Mallorca. Now think about this. They're going after Santos. They want him out. As opposed to letting the people to decide, even if the people say we want him out, okay, wait for the vote. Because so far, this guy has been doing voting the way we want him to vote as a Republican. Now, I am not going to uh, overlook the things that he's done. It's bad. But look at Mallorca. He's literally destroying the fabric of our country by allowing these illegals in. And then he happened to say the other day, well, you know, we just need to grant them all amnesty. Amnesty for what? They haven't done anything. It'll be a pain in our butt. The next thing we know, we're going to be giving amnesty to Hamas. Yeah, and these guys just don't get it. These eight Republicans that voted to not impeach my so let's look at who it is. Patrick McHenry, the temporary speaker of the House, weak and pathetic. Tom McClintock from California, Juan Duarte, Virginia Fox, Daryl Isa, Cliff Bentz from Oregon, Ken Buck from Colorado, and Mike Turner from Ohio. It's a lot of the usual suspects that we see time and time again that team up with the Democrats. Uh, just complete worthless rhinos that really uh, hurt the Republican Party more than they help it. And so in situations like this, we just got to run primaries. You got to donate directly to the candidate because we know Ronna McDaniels is worthless and uh, she's got no plans on ever stepping down. She's going to have to be removed from that spot. Uh, they had our, their opportunity to vote for someone else. For some reason, they didn't. I guess she might give them money, the ones that are already in power and in office. But she is now a three-time loser, uh, at least. I mean, the last three election cycles, she's had horrible results. I blame her. So, uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on these eight that we constantly see uh, bringing our party down and just making it a complete embarrassment. And these eight will be the first to uh, throw George Santos under the bus and vote to get rid of him. Again, I got the name wrong. I said Dan Issa and it's Daryl Issa. Thank you for correcting me. What do I say about those eights? <laughs> they just don't get it. They don't get it. I don't they care don't how get it. Wait, I don't care how bad Santos is. He's voting the way we want him to vote. He called out these radical Democrats who were supporting Hamas, he called out the rioters that were there. He's doing, I think, what they should be doing. He's speaking up. Now, again, we're not going to cover up for the sins that he's committed. But as he said, I'm not going out without a fight. 
And he shouldn't. Why are they going to waste time trying to get rid of him? And now you got some, some Democrats that are saying, oh, we're going to vote with you. But those same Democrats wouldn't vote to get rid of Mallorca, who's causing great harm to our country. You guys need to wake up. You need to wake up. And then you mentioned McCarthy. Uh, the, the new Speaker of the House is 10 times better than McCarthy because now we're hearing that McCarthy is saying that he probably won't run for office again. Not as if though we didn't know that was going to happen because he was going to become Speaker of the House and then step down so that he could go head some Fortune 500 company, which is what he's going to do and become some high-end talk show host. These people are so unbelievable. They claim to be Republicans when in actuality they're not. They're wolves in sheepskin. And I'm not trying to talk about our party. It's a party that we have. We have to go to army, go to war with the people that we have. But as you said, Andrew, we have got to start denoting directly to the candidates and not to the party because when you have someone like Rona McDaniel, she's going to use that money, who knows, for plastic surgery. We better not find out that she used that money for plastic surgery. We better not find out. She should step aside because she has not been helping us win. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off, Rob, but Ronna McDaniel's pathetic. And this is why it's important to really look into who's running. Because I've found in some of these local elections, I'll vote for a libertarian over the Republican because I'll look at their policies and uh, they align stronger with conservative values than the Republican running. And a lot of times in these local races, libertarians will do better than the Republicans. And I think what happens, Andrew, is that a lot of them probably look at the field and probably say, I won't make it as a candidate on the conservative or Republican ticket. And it's not strong enough to go independent, so to speak. So I'll be on the libertarian end, and I know that I might get votes. And when they get the votes, as you said, they will vote like Republicans should be voting. Whereas we have Republicans that are straddling the fence, trying to make excuses as to why they did what they did. I want one Republican to come out and tell me why they're so adamant about getting rid of George Soros, not George Soros Santos, as opposed to waiting for the election. And I guess I said George Soros because he's another knucklehead that I just don't care for. <laughs> but in this instance, it's Santos, whom I'm saying, leave him alone. Now, we had said that we wanted to get him on the show, and I reached out to his people. I'm going to do it again because I want him on the show. And I'm not going to go through this whole thing with, well, why did you do this? I don't care about that. What I'm concerned with is his voting record. And if he's voting like a true Republican, let him stay. Because, Andrew, remember, a lot of people had said, he might not vote the way we want him to vote. we got to keep our eyes on him. And so far, he has been doing a better job than some of these Republicans. So why not keep him? Why not keep him there? Why not allow him to stay there? I mean, what is the big secret? Have they identified someone who's going to take his place? Or will they allow a Democrat to step up? I mean, there have been some special elections taking place around the country. And so far, Republicans have been winning those elections. But we still have a thin margin. Why would we want to make it even thinner? Democrats wouldn't do that. So why are we doing it? It just goes back to Biden praising or apologizing Hamas, and the Democrats won't call him out. 
And the Republicans, they'll hear it and then they'll like turn their heads and look the other way. It's like, why are you looking the other way? Call this guy out. Call him out. I mean, I just don't understand this party. I don't understand it. Wait, they really need to wake up. And they need to be doing more on the office and start attacking the policies of the Democrats. I mean, start attacking Joe Biden. Enough about the age. We know he's his age, but translate that into cognitive ability because now they're trying to use the age and say, whoa, well, Donald Trump, he's old. And you got some old Republicans that are there. Yeah. And they need to orate the message better about was your life better under Donald Trump before COVID happened or is it better under Joe Biden? I think we'll win that argument 10 times out of 10 that uh, people's lives were better under President Donald Trump. I mean, the inflation wasn't like it is now. Uh, Jobs were good paying jobs. People weren't working two to three jobs just to afford things. Um, Yeah, there might be some people making more money now, but the economy is in such rough shape. Everything costs so much more money. Uh, If you want to buy a home right now, good luck. You look at these mortgage rates. uh, They really need to just keep hammering this, that the things were better under Donald Trump. But I'm sure Trump is going to continuously talk about that up until the election. And he should continue to talk about it as well as other Republicans because things were a whole lot better. But the media, the propaganda arm of the Democrat government that needs to be shut down, not the free press again, but the media that's controlled by the Democrat Party needs to be shut down, will not speak the truth and let everyone know that Trump under Trump, things were a whole lot better. But there is so much hate for this man that they are willing to allow our country to be toppled by socialists and terrorists like Hamas. It is shameful, Andrew, completely shameful how we have men and women and children, these radical Democrats out in the streets supporting Hamas. Now they claim we're supporting Palestine. No, you're not. You're supporting Hamas. Because the Palestinians will tell you, leave us alone. This is a dangerous group. And then there's another group that has uh, formed, the Houthis or something. All courtesy of the Biden administration, but I think they're in Lebanon. Just notice how under the Democrat regime, we get all these radical terrorists. Yes. Under the Republicans, you don't get this. And as I mentioned during the first block, quiet as it's kept right now, American troops being attacked by Iran. And we're not doing a damn thing that's empowering them because they're looking at saying, hey, they're not going to do anything, so why not do it? Do you think they would have dared done that under Trump? They would have never poked that bear. They would have been too afraid. But see, when you're not a... Go ahead. Do you think China would have sent spy balloons under Trump? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. No way. No, because remember when Trump took out that Seliman guy and uh, Z was at his was at Mar-a-Lago, the Mar-a-Lago that the uh, Democrats on a Biden regime, the Department of Justice and FBI raided 
for no reason at all, just to make up a big lie, make up a big story. And, and now we see that they're not going to go after uh, Joe Biden for having classified documents. The only thing they're going to say is they're going to give him a stern warning that he shouldn't have done this. But other than that, nothing else. And, and when people say, well, but, you know, he cooperated with them and Trump didn't cooperate with them and blah, 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 blah. That's just that's just how Trump behaves. That's his modus operandi. But it does not rise to the level to indict him. And the media knows it. These lawyers know it. The judges know it. But you know what? They know that the American people don't know it because the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party has spent a different narrative. But when you just stop and look at it and say, wait a minute, we're being taken as fools. And you are. But back to my story about Z, and you asked, do I think that Z would have uh, sent the spy balloons? No, no way. Because remember when he was at Mar-a-Lago and Trump said, when he got ready to have his chocolate cake, as Trump said, he told him, oh, we just bombed uh, – no, this is in uh, Syria. We just bombed Syria. And it's like and Trump kept eating his uh, cake. Priceless. Masterfully done. Joe Biden, the only thing he does is comes out, goes before Muslim leaders and say, oh, we're sorry that we got the numbers wrong. Really? So what does that tell to them? Yeah, what does it smell like? Weakness. That's the, that's the difference. Biden would have asked for permission. Trump just did it and then told him about it later. Exactly. Biden would have asked for permission. Do you? Uh, we're going to go in and we're going to do this. Is it okay? Are you okay with that? Or should we wait? Well, this is what they're trying to do with Israel. They want Israel. Oh, you want you to tell them this. We want you to do this. And we, for, not for nothing, Andrew, we have to admit, all these people that are saying that Israel is trying to commit genocide, if Israel wanted to commit genocide, they would have already dropped something down on Gaza Strip and obliterated it. But they're not. They're going in, knocking on doors, saying, will you please leave because we're about to bomb this area because Hamas is up under your house. Well, that's being respectful. I don't think I would have done that. I would have just bombed and said, well, you know, I'll only have one term in government anyway, but I'm going to make certain that when I leave, I've eradicated the region of this terrorist group. That's what I would have done. Well, of course, the Biden administration wouldn't have done it. Like you said, they would have asked for, for permission. And then they would have apologized. Oh, we're sorry. We killed too many of your people. And this group that I mentioned, Hathus or Hatas or whatever it is, I think it's forming in Lebanon, one of the countries. Here's the thing about it. Because Israel is putting such a whipping on Hamas, when they do decimate them, they will have to deal with the Hathuthis or whoever they are and their radical arm. All compliments of the Democrat Party. People need to wake up and see this for what it's like, to see it for what it is. Yes. And Rob, just uh, as we only got a couple minutes left, the Ron DeSantis, the Gavin Newsom debate was last night. But uh, what's even more uh, interesting to me is that Ron DeSantis currently has about, what, 10 percent of support in the Republican primary. But this 10 percent of support, I will give them is a, a vocal 10 percent. I mean, these people are all over social media. <laughs> And uh, I think they're just going about this primary all wrong, just trying to bury President Trump, trying to bash his supporters, acting like they don't need them if uh, Ron DeSantis has uh, any chance to win, not just the primary, but the general election. Uh, it's pretty unbelievable to see the division that they are causing online. I know some Trump supporters are guilty of it as well. But, uh, man, for this guy polling so low, his supporters seem to be so uh, emboldened and confident 
it seems to me that uh, they are hoping and wishing that President Trump uh, goes to prison at this point, even though that looks very unlikely that would happen before the primary happened. Well, Andrew, I think you also have to take into consideration that anything is possible, and they will definitely try to push the trials to move forward so that they can put him in prison or at least get a conviction so they can see what it's like if he will go to prison or house arrest so that he can't be on the campaign trail. And something else I would uh, have our listeners to look at is that, yes, those supporters, 10% supporters of Ron DeSantis, albeit small, but I would gather to say that within that mix are probably some Democrats who are claiming to be Republicans now. Right. Ron DeSantis yeah, know it. And they're just trying to get people to jump on their bandwagon. Because as you mentioned, if you are a Republican, why would you try so hard to take out the opposition who more than likely and with all probability is going to be the candidate? Exactly Look at the damage right. that's going to be done. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of them very well could be Democrat plants, because you look at this strategy, uh, Ron DeSantis is in second place. That's why I'm advising people to just tune out the noise that you see on social media about Ron DeSantis and President Trump, because uh, Ron DeSantis is at 10%, but these people are making all this noise and making Trump supporters hate Ron DeSantis and cratering his chances at the future. And then they're also trying to hurt President Trump. So uh, really what we're seeing here is just division in the party, because either way, uh, if something did happen to President Trump, uh, you would need to see someone like Ron DeSantis surge. I mean, somebody has to, whether it's Vivek, Ron DeSantis. It can't be someone like Chris Christie or uh, Nikki Haley, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Ron DeSantis would be an upgrade from either of those two. But yeah, just tune out the noise. Uh, just listen to what Ron DeSantis says. Says what? Listen to what President Trump says. As you guys can tell, President Trump is our guy. If you like Ron DeSantis, uh, uh, more power to you. But um, yeah, there's going to be a lot more noise heading up uh, into the 2024 election. So stay tuned here on After Dark. Thank you for tuning in. We're available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream, or go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. Nothing.